And now, PureFandom.com presents another episode of Brad and Court Talk. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. And not only are we in the Boulder Free Zone, we have moved along to New Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Vegas. We're going to Vegas, having fun. It's a lot of fun (laughs) out there. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, unless he sends it to the Boulder Freezer. Right, unless it goes somewhere else. And then <laughs> you, yeah, it doesn't seem like you leave Las Vegas. You just kind of go there, become a citizen. Yeah. Bad things happen. Our code. Very happen. bad. Run. Yes, run. M O O. Before we jump into that, just to remind everybody, check us out over at purefandom.com. You can find our full playlist of recaps and interviews over there and at soundcloud.com as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or a movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And, Kurt, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can email us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter. He is BradZB, but you won't really find him on Twitter, not for years and years and years. Nope. Um, he is over at Instagram. He's rambling, Brad. Uh, what's going on with Facebook, Brad? Uh, people are asking where you're at, uh, for one. Uh, we got the Facebook group over there, the Brad and, Fa- uh, Brad and Court Pure Fandom Talk uh, podcast group. Find that one. Um, there's also groups on uh, what fun stuff you can do in vegas in the apocalypse oh yeah and we're, we're there so yeah. yay very useful yay, and hey everybody over at facebook i'll come back i needed a break yes i know i that's what i said <laughs> she's she's still her counts there it's just deactivated at the moment so you know yeah i'll be back i promise yeah and then, um, I, and then i'll check out of facebook for like four months yeah <laughs> like we, we rotate it's good it's fine um, so other things that you could find, we just did, or not me and Brad, but, uh, some of, uh, the writers over at Pure Fandom, we actually just did a, a live stream last night or whenever this is supposed to be did it Saturday night. And, uh, we covered the new TV show, uh, over at Disney plus, uh, for WandaVision. So if you've been watching that, or if you're familiar with Marvel and you, um, like watch or read the, the Wanda and vision comics and you just have questions about the show, or you're just in love with the show, or even if you kind of not, you're not sure where it's going, uh, make sure you check out that live stream. Uh, we talked a lot about it. And also we talked a lot about who we hope is coming soon, uh, to the MCU. There's a lot of potential with a lot of the acquisitions that Marvel's made. So, uh, you can find the link for that uh, if you go to the Pure Fandom Twitter page. Also, if you can check out YouTube, I think it's there too. Yeah, so definitely check that out. Yeah, I'll see if I can post the link um, and within this post. So, yep. that was fun. So, what are we talking about tonight? Well, we're talking about a couple of things tonight. Uh, first up, of course, again, we're going to New Vegas. Um, it is episode 105. Fear and Loathing in New Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, you can't fool the man or Harold, apparently. They're both about five steps ahead of everybody around them. As it turns out, Mother Abigail was not on board with her council, you know, sending spies to New Vegas. Um, that, that was apparently a no-no. Nick should have listened to her. Although she really needed to be more clear about this, you are my voice thing. Apparently, it's you are my voice, but only with what I tell you to do. Right, exactly. So, it's a little bit more <laughs> was, in there would have probably helped. And so, yeah. Right, and, that was not clear. Uh, 
until I rewatch until I watched this episode. I said, "Oh, so she did tell him not to do anything else until she uh, had her uh, conversation with the Lord, <laughs> the powers that be." Also, uh, Nadine is having some second thoughts, and um, it's a lot, especially after she's already killed poor Teddy. So, and of course, her second thoughts have nothing to do with murdering Teddy mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, not even. She has other things she's thinking about. Right. So. Yeah. So, where do you want to start on this one? Oh wow. Let's let's start in New Vegas. We've been dying to get there and it, we're five episodes in. So let's talk about New Vegas and everything um like that went down. Mm-hmm. So we caught up in New Vegas and we, we see our old friend Lloyd. And who has he hooked up with, Brad? Oh, he hooked up with Julie. But I I just wanna this is my complaint so far about Lloyd. Lloyd mm-hmm. is number two on the list. You know, he's way up there. In he's a man. Right hand man. man. And mm-hmm. there should be something more. I, I think Lloyd should be more like uh, dangerous or there should be more of a hint of danger with him. And there's not. <laughs> he is kind of a bumbler. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's, yeah, it's kind of just it bumbling. That was pretty much all of his dialogue last night uh, well, well, in the episode was kind of like that. It wasn't, I didn't feel that he should have been as high up as he was. You know, it's, I feel that in, and I don't want to make, make uh, references to the old, epi- the old show, but in the old show, you at least saw that a little bit more with the character. Yeah. This one, I'm not getting it. What, he just, who was that? Was that Miguel Ferrer? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Oh, yeah. Completely different. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And this one, he's just, you know, banging yeah. chicks and doing blow. <laughs> Who is it? Julie feels way more threatening than he does. Oh. Like, I was I was very scared for Dana, not with him in the room, but with her in the room. Yeah. Julie felt uh, was a lot more dangerous because she knew how to manipulate him. <laughs> so she, oh, yeah. she did not want to bang the nasties with him. So she just, you know, mentioned flag and that would just kind of solve the problem. And then she wanted to go shopping. Yeah, because initially I was like, oh, okay, so they're together. And, like, different people, uh, you know, floats whoever floats. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that's cool. How did, how did this work? But when she started pulling her little trick, um, talking about the man when they were about to do the thing, I was like, oh, okay. Or she just into Dana and, like, he's just there. Right. Yeah, and, and Dana, even after she got called up to be, you know, with Floyd and them, she even kind of <laughs> looked. There were some times when the dialogue between Julie and Lloyd was going on that she was just like, what what are y'all talking about? What are we doing here? I don't know. <laughs> Can we talk about Dana as a spy? Uh-huh. She's very bad at it. Oh, yes, definitely. She, because granted, the man knows. He knew before she even left town. So she wasn't going to win anyway. But still, like, she is very blatantly asking questions about him. Yeah. Like, you're, you're really not good at this. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> I need to ask questions. And, uh, on, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm having dreams, too. Yeah, we're all having dreams. But it doesn't make you special. Right. Uh, and we, oh, before we get to that point, I wanted to bring up when, when they went down and they had the, went shopping, and when we saw the Battle Royale going downtown, uh-huh. In there with the chainsaw and body parts, and th- I don't know how people got into this game, but it is not a game that you want to be into. But the woman announcing it with her big hat, the feather hat, <laughs> is so uh, Mister uh, Fe- uh, Mister Feelgood from uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. 
Uh, yeah. With it, he had to say he had this like big black flowing cape. She just had it in hat form. So. And it was it was pretty badass. I just needed her to say, "Ladies and gentlemen, dying times here. One man enters, one man leaves. Oh, that's whatever. You know, two men enter, one man leaves. The same thing. I just cracked up. I thought it was very homage there to Mad Max." Whether or not it was done on purpose, I don't know, but it was totally there. But Dana goes to see uh, Flag. Mm-hmm. But what happens before she does that? Uh, she does see Tom mm-hmm. and tells him to run. She said, she kept mentioning, I lost my bracelet. I mean, th- that was a very good excuse to even talk to him because anybody she spoke with at this point in time would be considered suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom, thankfully, is in a position where nobody thinks that he presents any kind of danger. Like his social worker completely prepared him for the apocalypse. Him trying to get a job was was fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Bureaucracy still exists in the apocalypse. Is, what did you bring him to me for? And we find out everybody who goes to Vegas on their own free will becomes a citizen. Yes, they do. I was a little worried because she was talking about sending him to some slave cages. That was the the battle royale going downtown. That right. Was, I guess. Right. I was like, please don't send Tom there. No. Tom's a good worker. Yeah. He's 42 um, years old. We know this. <laughs> yes. So do you, we think that maybe, um, did Nick teach him to read yet or like just little words? No, he, he can't read anything. That's when he opened up the, the letter. Yeah. And yeah. he just said M O O because there's so, only, well, he did recognize three. I don't yeah. think he can read anything. Cause he said that before and I don't think it got any better. Yeah. I don't think oh, Nick taught gosh. him to read in, you know, five months. Yeah, I mean, like I'm hoping like he at least caught the vibe, or maybe she whispered what she wrote. <laughs> Run! No, get out of here! No, but no, but Flag There's knows something. about um, the other woman, the professor, uh, the, ju- the, yeah, ju- the no, judge. the judge, who's hiding out in the desert. So he knows about her and yeah. knew about Dana, but he doesn't know about Tom because it'd be my guess is. He can't enter. Tom doesn't project his thoughts as much. It'd be right. There's that, and I feel like he can read intentions. Like he can't. He couldn't really get a read on Mother Abigail while like she was all powerful and kind of covering Mm -hmm. a lot of what was going on in the Boulder Free Zone. Uh, Yes, like we'll talk more about this in a minute. But yes, his his power to see what's going on there is uh, more far-reaching as she's weakening. Right. But like you said, for Tom, like he has no intentions. Or like everything's kind of maybe a jumble. I think yeah, I like, think that's more or less it. It's more of a jumble on. Yeah, things. and like you, he, like he can't read Tom's intentions, and Dana is very happy about that. Yes, and so she gets called up to see Flag. Oh, one of the other things, like when they were at the middle of the battle royal place, when Flag came up on the monitor and was talking to everybody. Uh huh. And then he just stopped talking and stared at her. Yep. So that's you know he knew. She goes up to see him, has and makes the classic horror movie trope error of everything. Of going in? <laughs> well, once she goes in, she's she's got the scissors. She's uh-huh. going to try to kill him. She stabs him once and thinks that's it. What do you do in the apocalypse when you're trying to kill somebody? She knows this. You, she did this with her her breakfast. Right. You keep as long you just, as she kept swinging. However. She's working at a completely different deficit when it comes to uh, flag. <laughs> All right. Yeah. She just should have kept on going. Yeah. 
And he did but bring yeah. bring up that guy too. You know, he was good. And, and again, he knows everything about her. Mm-hmm. Um, but he of the glowing eyes wasn't going to be taken out by a pair of scissors, right? Or by a bottle. So, oh, she knew that. She, yeah. I guess, she figured that at the end. Yep. And so she took herself out, which is, you know, honestly, is a good point to do because the last thing you want to do is be taken alive by him. I'm sure it wouldn't be fun, and he would eventually get the information out about Tom. Mm-hmm. So now, yeah, so so technically committing suicide is a sin and damns you to hell, according to what Catholics, uh, Catholics or something like that. So is her taking herself out when she's on a secret mission? Still, Is she still, still good? But technically it was a sacrifice to save Tom. Oh, yeah, okay. I There you go, sacrifice. So- Maybe because Constantine, dude, come on. She volunteered his tribute. Gotcha. Yeah. I Constantine. Yep, you're right, Constantine. Fall back for that for all my religious needs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Tom's safe at the moment. Oh, Brad. Yes. Who is Constant? Who was the guy's name he mentioned? Constantine Stanislavski. I did not catch that. No, because he said, like, when she when she took him out, or she tried to take him out with the scissors, and he pretended to play dead for a second, and he got up laughing and said his old lover, Konstantin Stanislavski, taught him something about letting, I don't know, letting people, like, act out certain things. I'm going to look Constantine up. Yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, you look that up and let me know. So back in Boulder, we got the whole thing going on with Nadine and Harold, and Franny decides to invite Harold over uh, to dinner so Larry could go in and sneak around his place and take a look for anything off because she doesn't trust him. And Larry, I mean, yeah, Larry doesn't trust him either because Joe is like, eh, no. But that whole thing goes downhill really quick because Harold's totally on to what's going on. And he's got the yeah, whole. Yeah, and Harold knows far more than we thought he did. Like oh. when he first left his house to go to that dinner, like did you notice that there was a security camera, like like at the front? No, I didn't see that one. I saw that, and I didn't think anything of it because I thought, oh yeah, that's a remnant of um, you know old days when we had to worry about burglary, and nobody is using electricity like that at this point in time to surveil. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he was. He was using all of his cameras. Yeah, he had all the cameras set up, and he was fully expecting this to happen. And he doesn't trust anybody. And he plays that creepy smile thing so great. It's just so weird. It is not great. It is so bad and creepy. (laughs) And he immediately, you know, catches on what's going on and makes up this story. Well, it doesn't make up the story, but tells the story of, Fran getting him ice cream and then throws it off going, no, that wasn't me. I was never there. That was, my, you know, his well, his sister, right? Was that it? Yeah, that was his sister. And I sat there the whole time because he was, he was really, he was drunk initially. Uh, he sobered up pretty quickly, but he was drunk and he was saying a lot of stuff that he probably shouldn't have been saying. Oh, yeah, definitely. I was like, you can't drink, Harold. You're not allowed to. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then he goes up, you know, I got to wash my face off. So he goes snooping around their house. Mm-hmm. Of course. And throws a camera in the little bear aimed right at the bed so he can watch. Okay. 
Okay. See, I was wondering, I was wondering about that moment because I was like, wait a minute. So there's a bear there already. Did he give her that bear previously? Is there a camera and he's always been watching them? No. So no, that's why he grabbed his coat. He yeah. had a little okay. Yeah, that he, makes sense. He, he had his own thing going on there, so he put his Wi-Fi camera in there, and okay. so he can look around. And then you know decides he knows what's going on. He doesn't trust Franny. Storms off, goes home, um, stomps up the stairs, like, because he suspects <laughs> that there's somebody in the house already. Right, it totally makes known I'm coming up here, so you can go run away, and then watches the camera to see that it's Larry. Yeah. But Larry also, when Larry was checking out his house and fi- looking some stuff, he ran across the shirt that um, Nadine was, had been wearing. Mm-hmm. So he sees that Harold and Nadine are kind of hooky-uppy. Well, not even that. Was that the shirt she was wearing when she killed Teddy? And like, Because I know they both took off like their clothes and things, I guess, to wash them off? Or did they just throw them away? Uh. I thought they threw him away. I, I'm not sure on that okay. one. I, I didn't write that part down, but yeah. Okay. Because I know he and Nadine are not technically hooking up because she's keeping herself pure. Right. Man. Well, she was. Well, she's, she was trying to. Now, her whole thing with Nadine, it was really interesting, is the fact that Joe ran off. So she's trying to find Joe. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Joe went to Mother Abigail's house to play piano. Mm-hmm. You know, like you do. And... That was more or less the point where I think Nadine had a second guess because she's talking to Mother Abigail. Mother Abigail's like, you chose to take care of this child. It's not your kid, but you chose to do it. And that was, you know, one of the things she did. And that's right. when and she, like she didn't think she had a choice to kind of carry out Flag's wishes because he was the one, like you said, he's been there for her since she was 12, living in that state home. And she'd been all throughout the foster care system. But, like, now she realizes, like you said, that she has a choice. And, like, also, though she didn't originally have the dreams or she never had the dreams of Mother Abigail, now she's face-to-face with her. Like, I don't know if this is, like, the first time that they've actually had a real conversation. Mm -hmm. But, like, she's like, oh, so this woman, she really, like, cares about people. Like, maybe I can make a space spot for myself here. But to do that, I need to uh, not be pure for the man. And that's when she goes to Larry, who's, you know, getting ready to go check on uh, Harold's place. And, you know, mm. she says, you need to knock me up and let's get going. Let's bang the uglies. And I, he's got a good point. I mean, he, they were together for like a long time. It's like, if we do this now, are you going to regret it in the morning? Yeah. And he's like, it, 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 he could tell that there's some other layer going on with it. Although he did not ask the right questions because she talks about him or a he uh, Larry's question should have been like, "He who? Who are you talking about?" But now he's going to think it's think she's talking about Harold. Yeah, now he's going to think it's Harold, though. So, Ugh. but it, uh, that's the whole. There was that point right there where everything could have been better. Yeah, all they had to do is go to bed, and it would have been fine. Not really, because th- that would have been a bad time for them to do that. However. And the overall story, yeah, that probably would have been better for her if they did that. Yeah, in the overall story, she'd be fine. So, yeah, but not going to happen now. Yeah, so things are things are off. Mother Abigail disappears, and that's where we find out when Stu and Franny discover that as Harold's watching them on the TV, mm-hmm. being a little creepy, and he saw everybody else. So, yeah. Yeah, he saw and heard because um, initially I was wondering if maybe he, he could just see and not hear what was going on. 
but like you could clearly hear their voices in his house. Mm-hmm. So, so great work, y'all. Yeah, this is the halfway point of it. There were some things that were a little off, but other than that, I kind of I liked it. It was a good one. Um, oh yeah, things are moving. Yeah, there is a little bit more urgency, I guess. With you now we got four more episodes left. Is that correct? Um, so this was episode five. Uh, yes, I believe we have four yeah. more to go. So. We'll have to see what happens. I mean, there's a lot more that can go on. We still haven't met a trash can man yet, which I was really hoping to find by now. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll get him soon. That's well, we so have funny. to. We're running out of episodes. so We are. We are very much running out of episodes. A uh, question for you. When Larry was uh, searching Harold's house, do you know? did you recognize the song that was playing? I know, not at the top of my head. I did not. Uh, it was the dark theme song, and when that popped on, I was like, "Uh oh, something very bad is about to happen." <laughs> <laughs> so, now, yeah, yeah. Like, granted, nothing extreme happened while he was there, but yeah, like Harold knows now. So, yeah, I need to put it up on the Instagram. But as we were watching us, and Mother Abigail uh, had the 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 flags wolf was growling at her. Uh-huh. I think I, I sent you the video, I believe. Yeah. Uh, uh, our our little dog, Trixie, our new girl, she was just all intent and watching and listening to this growling. And then it got to one point where he made the bigger growl, and she's like, nope, <laughs> and ran off. <laughs> yeah, I, I did jump at that moment, too. So yeah, I'm she, with Trixie on that one. That yeah, her, was scary. Her tail was behind between her legs, and she ran to find her brother. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm going to nope right out of here. She was all interested there for a bit, and then she's like, no, 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 no. Bad boy. I'm gone. <laughs> can, can we talk about Stu for a minute? Sure. Go for it. He is such a teddy bear and sweet and everything, but the fact that they couldn't tell him what was possibly going on with Harold, that says a lot. Right. But- well, it's also because he's in charge of the Night Watch there, so, and that's, you know, Harold was one of them, so. I mean, I, I get that. But they still should should have been able to share that information with him, like the fact that they didn't think that he would go along with it. Like Harold, I mean, not Harold. Like Stu, I need you to get it together. Mm-hmm. Be more sus- suspicious of this uh, supposed suicide that happened. Well, they did at the end there when Fran is like, "I need the radio. Shut up. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> I got to tell you." <laughs> yeah, she had no choice at that point in time. But yeah, they need like a, a police detective or something. Right, definitely. They do need somebody to do stuff for them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm glad we got the Vegas. I need more Vegas, though. I need Lloyd to step up. I need Lloyd to scare me. Right now, I would just punch him in the throat. I mean, I don't care about Lloyd scaring me at this point. Like I said, Julie does a good enough job of scaring me for both of them. She does, but I think if Lloyd is going to be the second-hand man, he needs to be more forceful. There needs to be something there, and it's just not. Yeah, it's in name only. Yeah, that's pretty much all it is. He's nothing else. He's just there. He's a figurehead. All right. Anything else on this one? Uh, Nope. That's it. All right. If you aren't there already, head on over to purephantom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. Check out some of our older podcasts for Van Helsing, Winona Earp, things that will come back eventually. Uh, 12 Monkeys, a great show to watch in the apocalypse. Um, The Expanse. Oh, my God. If you have not been watching The Expanse or have not watched any of it, you just need to go watch it. It's literally... It's Ooh. it's that good. It's good. Uh huh. Yeah. Like they blow my mind every week. Yeah. This week was no exception. Ooh, yeah, man. <laughs> Space battles are awesome. Okay. Um, yeah. And they're more they're realistic too, which is awesome. So yeah, check out that and a uh, bunch of other stuff over over on purefandom.com. 
Absolutely. If you have any thoughts or comments, uh, you can drop them below. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or email us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. And until next time. Where's my silver bracelet, Brad? M-O-O-N. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.